the BBC. I mean, I've been watching you guys for a long time and it's really a privilege being here with you. So my educational background, I started off with a diploma and uh, I have a high school diploma. I have, um, I have certificate in insurance, certificate in commercial studies. Uh, I also have um, uh, a diploma in marketing that I achieved from the West African Insurance Institute. And then I furthered into the University of the Gambia, where I uh, gained um, admission in 2015. Uh, I studied uh, business management with my minor in marketing, and I graduated in 2019. And at the moment, I furthered uh, with my MBA, Master's in Business Administration. I started in 2019. Immediately, I had completed my first degree in business management and marketing. And yeah, I'm almost at the tail end of my uh, master's program at the University of the Gambia. You've acquired a lot of certificates, so why has it been so difficult for you to get a job? Very good question. I mean, um, first, I like to look into my own background. Um, my parents are migrants. Uh, my mother is a migrant from Nigeria, but I was born and raised in the Gambia. So that's like one factor that has I would say have been like a significant problem where I don't have opportunities noting that we are considered the on the marginalized people because none of our you know ancestors are from the Gambia only Gambians by birth and secondly um, it's also as a result of um, the lack of awareness of most of these people in these institutions uh, if you're a young person and you're a newly graduated individual and you know, you're going with that enthusiasm. You're going with a lot of baggage, a lot of knowledge that you've acquired, i.e. like someone like me that have gone through a lot of rigorous studies, etc. You come into the system, you've identified problems, done your analysis, done one-on-one -on -one, uh, interviews with these uh, folks that have been there for the longest time. And you realize that most of them either do not have the prerequisite knowledge of getting the task done or some of them do not have um, the ability for continuity of the progression of the business or the institution or entity that you're dealing with. Now there's what we call either service rule or scheme which means that's like the, um, the bank of knowledge of the institution on how things are meant to be administered in the institution but most people need to like follow through in order to uh, bridge the vision and mission of the institution which is mostly lagging and when you come from uni fresh from uni you're taught mission vision SWOT analysis and all of that you come to that institution you want to apply what you've learned because um, it doesn't make sense for you to learn theory in class and it can't be replicated uh, practically so we try to bring what we've learned from school downwards to the workplace but unfortunately we get booted out because of either people that have turned it into a political um, arena and some people of course um, if you are not either dating one of your bosses or you're not being enslaved by one of your bosses you wouldn't be in the right book you know in order to gain that ground or that opportunity that truly you deserve but because you're not licking their toes they don't give you nothing you you end up having nothing for someone like me i have nothing absolutely so it's really a sad situation so um how has this affected you personally well 
Um, in 2018, where I used to work, I underwent a series of chauvinistic attacks, which I have a documentary evidence that I have written, yeah. Um, and since then, it had tormented me mentally because I've been very depressed. And every time I feel that I'm picking up my pieces over and over again, I get very depressed. And that had led me into um, drug consumption, you know, in order to find happiness and strength, you know, just delusional, you know, feeling that banking on drugs would make me better because when I either take the drug, I just go home and sleep without thinking of anything because I'm aware that <laughs> if I tried, whether I try or not, I may not even have opportunity until, you know, people that know about my talent decide, decide to either offer me a little token, someone that deserves to be paid like a thousand dollars or almost, you know, more than that. You know, you're receiving hundred dollars or you're receiving fifty dollars or you're receiving twenty dollars or ten dollars. You know, that is very saddening and you know, that have really, um, it's been very despiseful because then you would be lured into prostitution, for instance, because you're not meeting to your target. You're not where you deserve, you know, where you merit to be. You are not there because you're not following suit to what these individuals that are meant to uplift you as a young person should. So it, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, now, can you tell me more about these attacks you referred to when you were talking about the challenges that you face? Yeah, many things. So, um, I was working in this institution where uh, I, I was either the youngest, I was a human resource officer. And I said then, when I was given my terms of reference, I was told that I was meant to be directly under the admin and finance director. So imagine the admin and finance is one person, right? And then you could see like if that financial guy has done anything, he could manipulate anything with the finances and use the admin to cover himself up, for example. Now, when I went back to the scheme of service, I then realized that the human resource office was given a standalone, like you were meant to be independent and you, you, you know, you were meant to as well guide the administration on how to run the affairs of the institution. Even the director general is meant to, you know, liaise hand in glove with the human resource personnel in order to get trained because most of them, they acquire a position that isn't part of their technical knowledge. So if you are, let's say, for example, if you're an engineer, and you work in an institution where there's an engineering department, doesn't necessarily mean you'll be a good manager for that institution or director general for that institution. And you need the human resource personnel to uh, create the avenue where you could have a managerial training in order to ensure that you're able to run the affairs of an institution effectively and efficiently. So, most of them were not very educated people. I realized that, in fact, one of the people they had given a particular position, um, she was a grade nine dropout, you know? And when I dig deeper into getting to know them, because at some point when I took over office, I did request that they get me police reports, which was something new to them in that institution. I mean, they're like, oh, well, we are not used to this in Gambia. We are not criminals, etc. And I'm like, yeah, you're not criminals, but this is what is right. 
because I don't know who you are. I need to know whether you have criminal records or not. You know, so that in case of tomorrow, we can like vividly stand firm and defend our own. But if I don't know your criminal records, etc., I don't know who you are, I don't know your educational background, you know, I don't scrutinize you to actually have the right information, then I'll be doomed to entrust any office to you. So they now combine themselves, the old people there, they're like Halebi Moikan, meaning it's a wall of terminology that means who does this girl think she is? So they they jammed up and then they decided to walk me out. Technically, uh, I was bullied. You know, I raised alarm a couple of times. In fact, one of my heads told me that I, sh I was shooting myself on the leg. And um, the then financial director, you know, mentioned or stated a couple of things that was very irritating. And for a young person that's just getting involved in the field, it's very saddening because then you're demoralizing me. Instead of alleviating my morale, you're trying to demotivate me in order not to execute my duty of service. All right. Okay, so now let's talk about uh, migrants. Uh, we know a lot of young people have been moving to Europe through illegal means. Do you know anyone who's done that? Well, I have, I have lost a couple of friends, by the way, you know, Asan Job, may he's on, so rest in peace, and a couple of other people. Um, we come from a community where, in fact, um, young people want to be very successful and they want they want to achieve, they want to, um, they want to make their mamas proud, they want to make their society a better place, you know, and um, they do not have choices when they don't have people around them supporting them, for instance. If I live in a community where you have just one man that is like the wealthiest, and even at that, you don't look back to the people from the grassroots level, then you are pushing us to do whatever in order to meet up to expectation because our parents sometimes we have real big problems at home because your parents would start telling you things that will make you frustrated and feel less competent of yourself so you want to prove these people wrong you want to say if x could do it why not me <laughs> i can so that is why the issue of migration is like it's very disheartening to see our young brothers and sisters venturing into these. But this is as a result that government is not doing enough. Because if government um, digs deeper and goes to the grassroots, then these donor institutions, etc., would uh, have means of assisting and alleviating us from poverty. All right. So how do you see yourself in the next five years? In the next five years, I see myself as someone that's going to be very successful. First, I would create employment opportunities, skills acquisition. In my company, what we'll do is make a key consultancy marketing agency. We have trained so far about 68 people from um, five or four continents of those world through the lever leveraging technology and we taught them how to become successful entrepreneurs so those that had businesses could be uplifted so in the next couple of years we want to make sure that that has been doubled to five five times of what we have done so far and as well um, if we can have TVET involved in what we do that skill acquisition it will be a great one and also try to work with the national um, workers platform 
in order to see that employers treat employees well. Because so far what we see is that um, employees are not treated well. They, some of them are eligible to get in social security. Most of them do not get it, both informal and formal. Um, you have, um, you know, sometimes their intellectual property has been extorted by institutions. So even in your, your work for people, they excessively use you. If you're hired to be a, um, uh, if you're hired to be a gate man, for example, you only have to your business has to do with the door close and open, not to be like the cleaner of the institution or the car the car. You know what I mean. So these and many more like these directors etc. They use the their subordinates to the extent that I will say that's new slavery by employers of um, um, these employees. Okay, so uh, what do you expect from the next president? If it is uh, President Barrow, it will basically be the same thing. If it is Osano uh, Dabo, the main opposition candidate, uh, isn't he too old? And if it is uh, Mama Kande, is he not close to former President Jame? What do you expect from the next president? Well, let me start by saying that um, in terms of leadership, Leadership is it's a very crucial role to play. And if you're not ready, don't embark on it. And as it is, we believe that there's no one that's too young to run for any political office, especially the office of the president. Um, it's very saddening that we haven't seen any woman that has uh, stood tall above all waters to really vie for this position, even if they fail for the position. No, one of them tried. Yeah, I mean, but she failed. I mean, if you don't cross the bridge, then you're a failure. We mean, when we say stand tall and firm, you stand till the end and you pass the nomination, etc., and then you stand for the position of presidency. I mean, I applaud her for it. That's a, a bravo move. But you should do your groundwork well. Because before you venture into anything, you must ensure that you have to cross the bridge. You know, right, to make so it confident. So what do you expect from the next president? Um, well, I wouldn't say that they're old. I mean, being old is a thing of the heart and soul, um, maybe health-wise here and there. Um, my expectation is that they should work with mega key consultants. Um, why do I say this? We have access to the, you know, to the grassroots people. And we have first-hand information about how these young people are lavishing their lives in terms of drug addiction, in terms of, you know, uh, school dropouts etc etc so we could definitely help them reshape their mindset we can really train them to see things from a brighter angle i mean they're already seeing things from their angle but it's different when someone is is sat um aside looking at your activities and not only that the educational system our education system needs to be um pretty much looked into uh, because the University of the Gambia, for instance, lack a lot of facilities. They need um, a proper university library. Um, they need effective uh, internet connectivity, for example. And they, re they need to have a lot more lecturers, you know, a lot more new fields that people could venture into, like aerospace, etc. Not to just have this business school, law school. If you produce lawyers and business people and there are no spaces for these people to exhibit their talents and potentials, I mean, the education is useless. And that's the challenge. Uh, industry has complained that uh, they are not producing skilled labor force. And that is why most of 
the graduates like you are not getting employed. What's your reaction to that? Well, um, that's why they say you have to be highly competitive. You have to know your job, you know. I may have business management and marketing, and then you have another student that have graduated from the same field. The taste of the food is in the eating. The job that we do, it's, it can be different depending on your school of thought, you see? So mostly what we see is um, they take la ladies, for example, they will take ladies that are not very aware of the field, and you'll see their own professionalism when they work, you know, and all of that. So. And why do you think they do that? Um, it's just favoritism, nepotism, and the act of, excuse my language, it may come out very wrongly, but I mean, some of them have sex with these ladies before they give them employment. And as a result, when they start working, instead of sending them on training, the ladies will just be there and they'll be dumbed. I mean, it's better you pay her outside than bring her in when she can't execute the task. I don't have a problem with you dating a lady. I don't have a problem with you satisfying your urges, grown-up adults. All I'm saying is, if you're bringing people in a team, one rotten potato can corrupt the rest potatoes. So we don't want to see these things. We're all human beings. We all have sexual urge. We all feel the desire to be loved, but not in a work environment. That is time for everything, for crying out loud. And these things and many more have really um, stopped a lot of young people from progression. So instead of going further with their education, they say, oh, why should I when I've seen Mariama and the DJ? You do not, as a DG, what can you tell your subordinate that have consistently 